0: Good morning, it's Pastor Chris with Soul Revival Biker Church, and we're in our podcast for this year, which is Deliverance 2023, and this morning I just felt like the Lord was leading me to something else. There's a lot of people that just do not understand why that we have spiritual warfare And this morning's podcast is going to be a little bit longer than the norm because um, the Lord wants me to really go into this pretty deep. So um, just bear with me as we go through this. I think you'll find it very educational and informative. And please don't forget to share these podcasts. Let's go to the Lord in prayer first. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for everything you've doing in our lives. Lord, I thank you for the power, dominion, and authority that you've given us over everything on this earth, Lord. And we just praise you and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, guys, one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone gets saved, most of the time, after they go to church, they get saved. No one sits down with them and fully explains what this will mean for their lives. And, and I just think that's giving somebody a raw deal, you know. Um, <clears throat> they don't explain that they just had a big red bullseye put right on their back. They don't explain that the devil don't whip his own kids. You know, he doesn't bother you when you're already living for him. But when you understand there will be hard times in life, most of those come out of just poor decisions that we make. Guys, Rather you live for God or Satan, you need to understand something. You're free to choose your sin, but you're not free of the consequences, okay? You can't always blame the devil or God. Sometimes you just made the wrong choice, and that is why God gave us the Bible, so we could learn about the right choices. The Bible gives us the instructions for living here on this earth. It also gives us examples of people who did it wrong and the consequences they paid, but it also gives us the people who did it right and the rewards that they've got. That's why spending time in your Bible is so important. So I'm here to tell you now, if you have chosen to truly surrender your life to Christ, it will cost you. It won't cost you some things. It's going to cost you everything and everyone most of the time because you're going to have to get away from the people that drug you into where you were at. You know, this is the part that most churches and pastors will not tell you because they're afraid they'll scare you off and you won't come to church no more. But I say, no, if I'm going to bring you into something, it's like a contract. You need to understand that contract. You need to read the fine print of the contract so that you're making an educated decision. Now, I'm going to give you some scripture to open your eyes and help you understand this new walk and why it gets harder before it gets easier. You see. Once you accept Christ and surrender to his way over your own, there must be change. Has to be change. There is if there's no change, you probably have not really decided to surrender Christ. You just went through the motions. You've not surrendered to the way, his way. Guys, let's look at what people so, well, let's just wait a minute. Let me back up. Let me back up. Hold on. Let's look at what the apostle Paul wrote about what happens when you accept Christ. And I'm going to take you to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 through 21. For the love of Christ controls and compels us. Because we have concluded this, that the one died for all. Therefore, all died, and he died for all so that those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised from their sake. So, from now on, we regard no one from a human point of view. He's talking about according to worldly standards and values. In other words, I used to say that so-and-so was my spiritual father. No, we only have one spiritual father, and that's God. And if we refer to someone as a spiritual father, that's actually giving God a black eye, okay? that That's wrong because we're looking at it according to worldly standards, okay? So in continuation to verse 16, he says, from a human point of view, though we have known Christ from a human point of view, we now we no longer know him in this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, what that means is if you're in Christ, you're grafted in, you're joined, joined into him by faith in him as a survivor and a savior, because He is the only reason you will survive hell. You will pass hell and go to heaven only because of Jesus Christ. Now, back to 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. He's talking about reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. We when we truly, 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 truly surrender to God, surrender our ways. Then we receive the Holy Spirit and the scripture says he is a new create create uh, the, I'm sorry he is a new creature okay the old things he's talking about the previous moral and spiritual condition that we were in they've passed away behold new things have come why because spiritual awakening brings a new life if you truly mean it if you truly want it in verse 18, he says, But all things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ. Making us acceptable to Christ is what he's saying. Then it says, And gave us a ministry of reconciliation. He's talking about so that by our example we might bring others to him. In other words, we're supposed to let our light shine. The change in us is supposed to be so evident that. You don't have to tell people you're a follower of Christ. They know by your fruit that you bear and your actions. Verse 19, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them. Most people think God is up in heaven and he's just got a little book. He's writing down every wrong thing you've ever done. No, once you have repented, he's canceling them. He cancels your sin. Then it says, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. And what that is, that is restoration to favor with God. Now, we're going to get into verse 20. So we are ambassadors for Christ as through God. We're making his appeal through us. We, he's talking about as Christian representatives now, we are plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God that is our evangelizing ministry is to go out and do that in verse 21 he made Christ who knew no sin be sin on our behalf so that in him, we would become the righteous of God. Guys, what he's saying there is that we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious and loving kindness. Now, here was Jesus Christ who knew no sin, and he became sin for us. Now, guys, listen to me. you got to understand once you do this, life is going to get better. Not necessarily easier. Remember, I said it will cost you. Let's look at what the Bible says in Matthew 17, verses, or I'm sorry, Matthew 7, verses 13 through 14. In verse 13, he says, even though, no, he says, I'm sorry, guys, my eyes are crossing this morning. I can't read my own notes. He said, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads the way to destruction and eternal loss. And there are many who enter through it. Our gate is small. We have to fellowship together and continue to motivate each other to push us through this small gate because it's hard. Okay? He says in verse 14, but small is the gate and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads the way to everlasting life. And there are few who find this gate. Guys, you got to understand. Listen to me. You are either of this world or you are of Christ. This means that The people who used to like you may no longer like you and most of the time that's gonna be family a lot of your family now again look at what the Bible tells us in John chapter 15 verses 18 through 19 if the world hates you and he says and it does know that it has hated me before it hated you if you belong to the world The world would love you as you and its own and would treat you with affection. The world will treat you with affection. Do you hear what I'm saying? But you are not of the world. You no longer belong to it. But I have chosen you out of the world. And because of this, the world hates you. Now, guys. He's telling you right there, you can't hold hands with the devil and walk with him. It's got to be one or the other, okay? The Bible even tells us how we will probably end up if we truly choose to follow Christ. Now, I'm not telling you this to scare you, but to warn you. This is the fine print in the contract that you didn't read or they didn't tell you about. It says, I'm going to warn you of what you signed what you signed on for, and why the devil will come at you hard now. You see, he is the prince of darkness, which is the world. The world is the darkness. The devil is the darkness. Jesus Christ is the light. My Bible tells me in Matthew chapter 24, verse 9, Now they will deliver you over to be persecuted and killed, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. Jesus was telling his disciples, you're going to be hated, you're going to be persecuted, and more than likely killed because of my name. You're going to be hated. The world will hate you. Right there is the honest and biblical truth about why you may be under spiritual attack. He tells us it's coming, and he warns us it's coming. No one's probably ever sat down and showed you this or told you this. But here's the good news. Don't worry. There is very good news. Now, tomorrow, we're going to get into the good news and what you have to look forward to if you choose to follow Christ. So, guys, that's what I've got for you today. And uh, I hope that it has meant something to you. And I hope that you will share this. And I hope that you will continue to seek your power authority and dominion in the name of Jesus Christ and i hope you will search for your identity in Christ okay guys god has given us this we we are not fighting for victory we're fighting from victory we gained that victory when jesus died on the cross now why would he do that guys you're precious to him remember God loves you. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Peace out.